the Sydney site. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Too Much Test Podcast. Thanks for being here. Today, we're going to talk about a uh, product called If She Dies, She Dies, which we'll cover that another crazy ass product that I saw recently. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Sam, and if you guys aren't watching, do you think that this is of natural tan or do you think this is melanotin too? Just based on it. Uh, I did. I did see that you looked a little bit more uh, tan, but the uh, melanotin two is. Uh, I think you mean Milano tan two. Ah. So, but you do look very tan. What? Um, I based on our conversations and what I know about you, I feel like you would probably not take Milano tan. <laughs> well, considering I didn't say it right, that was kind of a giveaway. There. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, but you also don't take a lot of stuff. No. That's new or like, not that it's new that like DECA, right. You just fucking take shitloads of DECA. And, and <laughs> but you know, so no, that's from a tan. No, it is natural. Now I've been trying to, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like we're just kind of like disconnected from nature. So I've been trying to get out in my pool, uh, like 20 minutes in the sun in the, in the afternoon. And then right after like, like five, five thirty ish when it's kind of sun setting, I'll get out there for a little bit, put like SPF on my face. So I don't want to get old as fuck, but bro, I actually, if you tan, if I tan just in little increments, like it builds up. But if I went into the sun for too long, dude, I'll just burn peel and I'll be white again. So kind of found a little hack for tanning for myself okay so so uh with that do you what do you notice some of the benefits of the gradual uh like because right the sun right the god the universe gave us one vitamin that we synthesize ourselves so yeah. like if if humans are made to synthesize vitamin d from the sun it's probably an important function in our like yeah being, right and now you're now you're taking that initiative to like put it in there on a regular basis what do you, have you noticed anything where you're like i didn't even think about that until you're asking this question um i mean i feel just kind of like better overall i mean i kind of mix it in with a little bit of kind of not formal med meditation but just kind of like closing my eyes doing deep breaths while i'm floating around my pool i mean dude now that I mean, after we after all the shit that's gone on the past three years and like basically figuring out that like the government told us that carbs are the healthiest thing for us. And that's the base of the pyramid. And, you know, just take this instead of taking vitamins for that whole thing. Like it's starting to make me wonder, like, is fucking skin cancer even really that bad? Like, you know, we have the technology. You just take a scalpel, cut that shit off, you know, or like are people dying enough of skin cancer? And I'm not making light of skin cancer, but is it worth not going in the sun and being vitamin D deficient for the rest of your life, which is like a huge negative for a whole bunch of stuff. It's like 70 to 80% of the world's population is fucking deficient in vitamin D because they're sitting inside all that. Would well, you also know that like skin cancers were a thing in the past and they only are a thing now? That's interesting. Yeah. And, and, and like there's multiple different lawsuits or countries in, in around the world who who banned suntan lotions or like wh whatever they're called, you know, uh, yeah. because of what's in them, because those things have been shown to cause skin cancer. Interesting. Like, I, I really so I'm where... giving myself both. So I'm putting, I'm putting cancer causing shit on my face and then I'm going to sit in the sun some more. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't buy the, the sun and I'm definitely not an expert on this, but I, if, you and I were around a hundred years ago. 
Mm-hmm. What would we do? We, we would go hunting for food, right? Yeah. We would, we would try to probably improve our shelter and, and or safety of our shelter and the people that we loved and cared about, right? So that would be like all we would do. And we would be in the sun all the time. And yet cancer was not an issue back then. Yeah. Cancer in general, but specifically skin cancer was not an issue. So like, it's like our bodies were perfectly developed over millions and millions of years except for the fucking sun, except for the thing that beats on the earth every motherfucking day. That's the one that we, our bodies didn't figure out over millions of years. Right. And then also the one that gives us vitamin D, I don't know this, but does suntan lotion and SPF block your ability to synthesize the, the, the sun to make vitamin D, right? Like if that's the case, then you're like, oh, I know exactly why there's so much propaganda in the other direction. If anybody knows the answer to that, I'm going to use chat GPT and look this up. Um, if you want to um, mention- I, mean, I can keep talking while you look that up. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you mention the sponsors real quick? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we've got two sponsors. Uh, first one, Ultimate Gym Towel. It's a gym towel you can use to wear so you can get your ass naked in the sauna. Holds all your shit with two different pockets and it's got a water bottle holder. It's a big towel. UltimateGymTowel.com. TMT25 for 25% off. And then I really like this sponsor as well because I like to do a good amount of research. Uh, Triggeredbrand.store. They have a lot of different research, peptides, different stuff. Um, If you're listening to the show, you're probably interested in it. So go there. Uh, They have a special discount code for our listeners. It is TMT10, 10% off. So go check them out. And uh, bro, I was going to tell you, Sam, Dude, my fucking, I went to go get, uh, I got some of this tattoo work filled in two weeks ago. It's going to be a whole octopus. And bro, I walk into my tattoo guy's shop and he's like, bro, you look sunburned. He's like, that's not going to be good for your tattoo. And I was like, motherfucker, I come in here every time looking red as shit. I'm on TRT. I was like, I've been red for years. I was like, you're on TRT. You're red too. And he's like, nah, bro, you look sunburned. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you and try to get tattooed sunburned. Burn. I was like, come on. Yeah. But he's like, like I don't want my right. Yeah, yeah. I'm paying you money. But he's dude, he's a great tattooer, but he does portraits. And so he's used to doing like really defined mm-hmm. shit. So all this blue shit on my chest, these rings, it took him two hours to do. And uh, but so I'm having to do multiple sessions, and every time I do a session, I can't go out in the sun tomorrow. So I can't because I don't want to get sunburned before I get tattooed, which sucks. And Could then I can't go out in the sun for like a week. And then you do what for a week? You can't go in the sun for like a week because you have to let the tattoo heal and it's not good to get that. Or maybe that's just government propaganda. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they just want you out of the sun so you can be a weak little bitch. Uh, so this is what Chap GBD says about the question. Uh, does SPF block the ability to synthesize vitamin D? Um, and if you don't know what Chat GPT is, like what are you seriously doing with your life? Um, so sun... Uh, sun protection factor, I didn't realize that's what SPF stood for, is a measure of how effectively sunscreen protects the skin from the sun's ultraviolet rays. While SPF does block or reduce the amount of UVB radiation reaching the skin, which is responsible for triggering the synthesis of vitamin D, it says it doesn't completely eliminate it, which is obvious, right? You don't get like 100% SPF. Yeah. Uh, when sunscreen with high SPF is applied properly, it creates a barrier to the skin that absorbs, reflects, or scatters the UVB rays, reducing their penetration into the skin. However, some UVB 
rays can still reach the skin even when the sunscreen is used even when sunscreen is used correctly. I think that meant to say incorrectly, but so basically uh, sunscreen, right? The vitamin that we were just talking about that we have the capacities to make ourselves sunscreen blocks, right? This is, this is like the big pharma. Like (laughs) I didn't know this until I don't like looking this up. This is crazy. Like stopping your body from like, yeah. Vitamin D uh, receptors are in your balls. They're like throughout your entire body. They're like everywhere. Yeah. Your body. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's a pro hormone for fucking all sorts of shit. Yeah. Right. And then if you can sell something that people don't really actually need, and, and, and I'm not saying that I'm an expert in this, right. And yeah. definitely you can label me as a conspiracy theorist, right. Like, <laughs> you just won't realize that like what I'm saying is the truth until five years from today or 10 years from today, like everything else, right? But what do you think about this, bro? This is insane. I mean, it, it's, I mean, if you, it's, we look at it two different ways. So if you can create a problem and then sell the solution, you can make a lot of money. Now, I mean, I've always wondered this with a lot of different conspiracy theories, like, so like, uh, if you look at, well, let's just take sunscreen, for example, right? Like, did someone like specifically say, okay, you know, if we can reduce vitamin D levels, we'll make people sicker and we can, if we get these compounds, we can make it so people won't burn and that's how we'll get them to do this. Or was it like a random chemist that worked at like 3M at like put some on his face and noticed he didn't get burned. And then he just, they just brought it to market and it just happened to block vitamin D levels and fuck up the population or a combination of the two. So I don't think it was, I don't think it was necessarily that, right. The, the, the second part, it was, remember people who were tan were looked at as like the peasants, right? Yeah. Like most middle-class in in reality, middle-class is just another word for peasant. If you're in middle-class, you're a fucking peasant. (laughs) Jesus, Sam. Last episode, you were ripping on delts. Now you're ripping on the middle class. (laughs) Bro, it's a, it's a hundred percent the truth though. Like, if you're if you're in the middle class, like the middle class is a just another definition for poor as fuck, right? <laughs> like people who don't have, because because you can't really do anything you want to do, right? You've got a car payment, you've got a house payment, you have fucking dumbass shit that you don't want or get any value from at your house. <laughs> like you my wrist job. <laughs> you're right, you have a job you don't actually like, right? And those types of things. So it's like being middle class is just like another word for peasant, like how I see the world. Jesus, Sam. Jesus. You got all this from fucking sunscreen? <laughs> We're going down hard today. But people who labored were always tan, right? So yeah. if you were a laborer, uh, you and there was a perception that you were lower class, then you like, there's probably like, you know, one type of person views the type of person who works with their hands as like a lower quality person uh, in some regard but in, in that's probably where the opportunity like arose to create something like spf or sunscreen right uh, i that's where i would think it, it, came, it could be 100 percent wrong that's where i think it would come from i'm pretty and, sure sunscreen was invented in like the 60s i don't know if we were like working in like the like rice fields back in the day and like but but, but, but the, back in the 60s right there's People think today have prejudices and like all sorts yeah. of 
Because back in the 60s, there was no cameras that were going to, if you're calling somebody like, a, you know, an N-word or you're doing like completely garbage shit, like nobody, there's nobody, there's no cameras recording you and you're like, oh, you're an asshole fucker, right? There was none of that shit back then. So I'm sure that there was a lot of that going on that we just are not aware about. You were going to say something? Sam, you're off the rails today, my friend. Definitely got <laughs> your Wheaties this morning. <laughs> I actually, so I want to talk about the crazy compounds that we teased about, but I was actually listening to Anabolic Doc, and they were talking to a guy who was, uh, just kind of started bodybuilding at 37, and I thought his protocol was actually pretty good for his uh, for his show. But I'll tell you about the crazy compound that I saw, and then you can tell me about the one that that you saw. Um, so. One that I saw, dude, it was a fucking SARM stack, and it was it was like a high dose SARM stack. It was like twenty milligrams of Rad one forty, like ten milligrams of LGD, like forty milligrams of Osterine, and then like forty milligrams of like MK six seven seven. And I was just like, bro, that is fucking ridiculous. Like, first off, you've got high three high dose compounds that are all fighting for the same androgen receptors, and then you're gonna throw forty milligrams of fucking MK in there. I was like. That's an insane stack, dude. That's just suppression in a bottle, like literally. <laughs> and and that's also like uh, the people who buy that are the people who don't know better, right? Like, so, oh, bro, if like you caught me at 17, 18, I would have bought that shit. I would have bought three bottles of that stuff. And I, I wouldn't care. I would have been like, hell yeah, I'm getting jacked. And, and, and like the people who are buying that product are the least educated more than likely yeah. on the topic of how how damaging that is right i mean to sell it listen if you're selling sarms you know i don't i don't think that's a moral bad thing to do like if you people are going to do what they want to do if they don't buy it from you they're going to buy it from someone else but i think it's a little irresponsible to stack like double dose and triple sarms into one and powder but i don't know i just thought that was pretty crazy what was the thing that you saw so I actually have been testing this out. Uh, <laughs> I thought you just saw it and now you're testing it. Uh, well, maybe we're talking about something else. This is the, um, it's a stack, which you you kind of like preluded to at the beginning or, you know, whatever the correct word is there. Um, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, and Sedendra, which is, you have the generics for all those, Sedenafil, Tadafil, uh, Vardenafil, and which are all PDE5 inhibitors, right? But they all like, I, I did a deep dive on Sidenafil and Cialis, right? So like, you're like, okay, what's the difference? Uh, it's just a half-life. Well, there's, there's other differences to them that's just at a deeper level. There's, there's more than one PDE like enzyme. There's like a good amount of them, like up to like 11 or something, I think. And they all turn on and off different ones. And, and they'll have like different effects in your body, right? So there, this is, it's called a PDE5, right? For, for Viagra or Cialis, PDE5. But like what you're saying, right? There's PDE1, PDE2, PDE3, et cetera, up to 11 or something like that. Well, there's varying degrees of effect of these PD5s on these other PDEs, right? And yeah. they don't, I, I don't know the effects of all these different PDEs on it, but when I did a deep dive between Cialis and Viagra, like I started to look into some of those things. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So not only is a half-life, but they actually have a slightly different effect or the, 
the like, I want to say like binding affinity or like the potency of, I guess you could say, you know, the, the direct impact of something, right? I think like milligram for milligram, SARMs are probably stronger than say like uh, uh, DECA or something for building muscle, right? Like if you took, you know, 300 milligrams of, of say rad 140 a week versus 300 milligrams of DECA a week. Yeah. That's you know, <laughs> right? Like, a, yeah. and so uh, I started taking this, um, stack. It also actually has uh, GW501516. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I've heard of that stack before, and I'm sure there's other people I've made it, but it was called like, if she dies, she dies. Like, that's the stack. <laughs> so you got fucking carterine and all four of the PDE5 inhibitors in there? Yeah, because nuts, bro. Carterine, right? You have um, endurance because you have. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have endurance on there. <laughs> Plus, you have all these PD. I like it. I actually, I like it. And and because I I do things where I'm like on off on off or like you know switching things up on a regular basis, so you don't build up the tolerance to them. Um, I generally only take it when my girl's around. So like she's generally gone for about ten days to two weeks a month. So like for ten days to two weeks a month, I don't take it. And then like yeah. when she's here, I'll probably take it like every day. Uh, but I, uh, I I definitely like it, and I feel like the well, carterine's a waste, bro. I mean, I I don't need that much endurance for a couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe they're maybe like instead of carterine, adding in something like for me, uh, like if, if you're like okay, all these things, maybe adding in something else like a a different type of like beetroot or something. I don't know something else in there to like help with the process or whatever. It's but, like one of those just ridiculous stacks, bro. Like, I mean, what? I mean, not, that, not that any of those medicines are bad, but like, I mean, you. The, well, it's a, it's got twenty five milligrams of this one's called Jack Jackhammer, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, so twenty five milligrams of uh, Tadalafil. Uh, Tadalafil twenty five, which is like. Way high, right? Correct. Um, Verdenafil is 25 milligrams. I don't know what the dosing on that is. Yeah, I don't either. Sidenafil uh, is 25. So 20, 25 for Sidenafil is like on the lower end. Yeah. Tadenafil is on like the higher end, uh, way high end. Because right, you can go like two and a half milligrams with Sidenafil. Um, and then, uh, how do you say they get Anavarfil? I was making a joke because it sounded like Anavar, but I have no clue. Uh, there's 40 milligrams of of that in there. So one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that I did notice though was so like you'll 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 right you'll have your you'll have sex and you'll be done and then like you, you're like okay cool I'm gonna go shower or rinse off or something right and and like you're like still fucking hard <laughs> you're like okay cool I'm all done with the shower and you're still barely like. Yeah. Come down some off of it, but but it was like it was, Well fuck. I mean, dude, you're like fucking hyperdosed on that shit. I mean, I've never taken more than 10 milligrams of Cialis. And like when I'm done, you know, you gotta walk, you gotta walk, grab a towel. It's just kind of it's 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 weird. You because typically most of the time it, it drops back to its normal spot pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? But I like about yeah, bro. You wanna try some of this? No, no, bro. I'll, I'll be one of the guys that has to go to the hospital for that shit. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> I can only imagine, bro, because I've only taken 10. And I mean, that fucking works fantastic. Like for me, that's, I mean, like I couldn't ask for any better solution. I had this guy. I have a problem. 
<laughs> I had this guy who was like helping me with the stuff in the house because like I just I'm busy and I just don't I'm not getting the stuff done in the house I want to get done to. So this guy he's uh, like in his 60s or whatever or just turned 60 or 61 or something but he does like handyman type stuff or, or like among other things but that's one of the things that sort of like once a week or so he's like maybe sometimes twice a week for three to six hours or something he'll come over and help hey I need to have xyz stuff done like their soffit was rotting out in this one part of the house so it just needs to be replaced right and then it needs to be caught and done all the stuff in that so uh, I told him about it because he was telling me how he's on TRT and he was like, tell me how he's having like issues performance wise. Right. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> not, not just not staying hard. Like he, he, yeah. he still wants to sex and like he'll get hard, but then it won't stay hard. Right. And so I was, it was like, uh, I told he, he knows about like Cialis and Viagra and stuff like that. And sometimes he has that. Sometimes he doesn't. And I told him about the, that, the product that I'm testing here <laughs> and the jackhammer. Yeah. And he went and bought some of it and he's like, bro, this has changed my life. Cause I feel because like maybe at that age you have like, uh, you're not as sensitive to compounds, right? Cause you're 60 yeah. years of abuse or degradation of your, like your cells and all this crap. Right. So like maybe something like that is, is a like for him, he's like, this is incredible. Like I, I feel like I'm, younger age you know like 20 30 years younger because he has something now that's like effective on that and he feels more like he has more energy too which i, I don't that might just be a placebo because you like you're like been having performance issues for probably a while right? yeah to, to to like say something to me about it right um and well, there's there's also a different psychological aspect to taking Cialis than to taking Jackhammer. And I'm sure there's some, I'm sure the, you know, the bottle mm -hmm. label is super pharma professional, you know, I'm sure it's not a, <laughs> I can only imagine what it was. <laughs> when you, I have a question. So, um, I mean, this is probably oversharing, but I remember before I started TRT and I was, I was more overweight, I was less of a shower and more of a grower. And then just from losing weight and getting on TRT, that flip flop that a lot. Um, and then Cialis even helped with that just because, you know, it's such a long half-life. I was wondering if you've noticed any difference in that. I think you probably have to explain what you mean by that. You're not a shower, you're a grower. Uh, really? I think, I don't know what that means. And I think that oh, will probably Okay. Well, let's, let's, what's your, what, the, what that implies is that if, you were just you were not aroused if you were if you're not a, really a shower your penis is kind of more you know it looks smaller but then it gets to its full size but there are some guys where it's just kind of more more of it is out just hanging normally and then when it gets harder it doesn't get as much bigger um, so they both reach the same endpoint. it's just one of them looks a little bit smaller when not erect the other one seems to have more like blood flow and i don't know if it's all blood flow does that make sense now? Yeah, yeah. You've never heard that term before? No. I feel like a man that that has the product jackhammer would know what that means. <laughs> the uh, I feel like also that I live in a very tiny little bubble with a lot of things. In the sense that, like, yes, I do. We we all we probably don't recognize this and appreciate it enough, but we work on the internet. You and I do, right? Yeah. Make, making a living for ourselves and our family, and we see so much more than other people i have a friend who doesn't have social media or anything like that and the things that 
you see, because you see a glimpse of a video here talking about business thing that gives you an idea for this other thing to Google or whatever the case is. But we are at that advantage because we learn, we're able to learn stuff so much faster than a decent, like uh, the vast majority of the population of the fucking planet. Mm. Uh, we can see what's going on in, like, not that I re you really give a shit what's going on in the world, but for me, I feel like I'm in a tiny little bubble. Like, yeah, yeah we, I agree. And I do rec, I wanted to point that out that I do recognize that we have access to, and I see way more shit than the most people, but I'm also just focused on my shit. Like, so like that term or the phrase, I'd never heard, I've never heard that before. So I was like, oh, I don't know what that means. And I have access to this information. I probably a lot of people don't know what it means. So you're saying you don't hang out with a bunch of guys and talk about your dicks? <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's, that's, uh, actually pretty, that's pretty good. Have you heard it? Maybe I should stop doing that. Have you heard of joking? I have. I, I believe that's what using that fucking like underwater pump or something like that. You can use a pump, but you also let's see what uh, the <laughs> let's see what the definition. Is. You got to uh, use Chat GPT for that. Yeah, and after we cover this, I do want to cover that guy's uh, bodybuilding cycle because I think it's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. So, so uh, according to Chat GPT, jelking, also known as milking, is a technique that is often claimed to be a form of penis enlargement exercise. So. Uh, yes, it does work for penis enlargement. Yes, it is effective. Now, one, I, I didn't know about this, but okay. there was a long period of time where uh, and I, and I talked to when we used to have David on the show, right? I, I remember talking about it then where I would jerk off every day, a lot of times, multiple times a day for years, <laughs> years and years and years. Okay. And I, I stopped that, right? And I was like, that's probably not a good thing to do. Once you begin to learn about certain things, you're like, taking a gram of tests every week is probably not a good thing to do that for <laughs> five years in a row, right? Yeah. Um, just like jerking off multiple times every day. Probably not a good idea to do that for your lifetime. But then I learned about joking. And then I was like, oh, that's why my cock is so fucking gargantuan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. What, what's the process here? What do you do? What is joking? This is a really fucking weird so, word. You know when you, like, you see the movie like to like milk a cow because I've never actually milked a cow. Think of yeah. like the they'll kind of like not aggressively go, but they'll, they'll grab like the nipple of it and they'll kind of like pull on it to like pull the milk yeah. out, right? Like think of like that where it's putting a decent amount of pressure on your cock but you're also maybe you're using a little bit of oil or something and uh, or just in the shower or something and you're like pulling on it right think of those people who put those things in their ears right and like you start with a small little thing in your ear and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger and before you know it you stretch your earlobe out to be like yeah. the, the, the radius of like seven inches or the people who do the things on their neck right and yeah. then they put that over time and before you know it you've got your neck was like seven inches and now it's 14 inches the same exact idea for your so are you are you grabbing it at the base and like and like kind of squeezing and like pushing blood more into it to expand it or are you just actually just straight yank it on your shit uh i don't know like like how I, I didn't even know about this until afterwards and then i was like oh that's probably a form of like what i was doing for years by like jerking off every single day for fucking you know a decade right is this and i think <laughs> like both ways can work i don't think that there's probably like a this is the only way of doing it just like 
if you you know want to make you know a hundred bucks, there's a million different ways you can make that. Hundred bucks, if you you know kind of thing. Uh, the, there's probably multiple different ways you can do it and still be effective. So I wouldn't say that like one way is more effective than the other. I know that it's like um, similar to the working out thing though, where if you work out for three days, you're like, oh, well, I, some people think this, why am I not losing weight? Or why don't I have muscles yet? It's because yeah. that's not how it works. It has to be over a long duration of time. But I didn't know this. I didn't even know what that was. I was just like, <laughs> oh, you're gone. I'm boring as fuck all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then I learned about this afterwards. And I was like, oh, that's probably a form of what I was doing the whole time. But whether it's like you're starting at the base and you're pulling out, right, to push blood flow in there to kind of like stretch it out. It just, or like the thing what they do that years, like some form of that all the time on a regular basis. And it, it just lengthens your cock. Like they, they, they're not going to confirm that online because they're going to want to sell you a product or sell you fucking yeah. but it actually works. Dude, you know what I'm putting in the title? I'm going to put Sam Jerks Off Weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a kind of good title. So well, this dude. I'll actually look into this. I'm going to look into this because I've heard the term. I think Ryan Russo was talking about it. So I'll, I'll look into it, you know, for a friend, obviously. Yeah, I but, guess uh, I did a form of it for 10 fucking plus years. And like, I, I know that like when anybody talks about like having like a big dick that like it just comes across as like, oh, this person's being cocky or this, that, and the other thing. Right. But like, I have no idea how many girls like, cause I used to just sleep around all the time. That's all the only thing I wanted to do. But I don't know how many girls who were like, oh my God, like, it's like, painful almost or like you can't like to, to like <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm not trying to be like tmi but like it was just like that so you know what i mean and i don't know if that like was clearly part of it or part of the process and after learning about this i was like oh i didn't even understand what i was doing through the process so i am humble flexing over here <laughs> <laughs> so uh this dude who's taking this steroids like yeah so he was a guy he um I guess he, he had ran gear when he was younger, but he could never like hold on to the gains. You know, he would do like 500 milligrams for of test for like 12 weeks and then do PCT. And he got to the point where he was like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, like I have to do like TRT blast and cruise, you know, to, to do what I want to do. And he wasn't ready for that. Um, so he actually waited till he was about 36, 37 and he hopped on TRT. Um, and I'm sure he he he'd done some other stuff, but his main show uh, his main show comp or uh, stack was it was 300 milligrams of test, 300 milligrams of Primo, and that was pretty much it. He, he said he may have thrown a little bit of Dianabol because he really liked Dianabol, but then um, when he would get closer to the actual contest, he would throw in uh, 90 milligrams of Tren Ace, and I thought that. I mean, I understand the trend is obviously a little bit of a crazier compound, but 90 is, is not, I would take 90 milligrams if I was, if I was going to do a contest, if I was actually doing a show. And I thought that that was actually a pretty sensible, you know, cause Primo's pretty, Primo's pretty mild. It has a little bit of anti-estrogen action to it. It's a DHT compound. So you're using two different compounds, you know, from two different families. So I don't know. I thought that was a pretty, like, it's nothing crazy, but I think you could get a lot of gains on a cycle like that. How um does Primo have like a long like a seven day half life? Or are you doing that or <sighs> you know I don't uh, to be honest I don't know I don't know how long I don't think it's I don't think it's as long it's an older steroid I'm not sure if they had the whole ester thing I'm not I don't know <laughs> or like the, but, the uh, I mean obviously toward the end of the show is they're gonna, they're going to drop test and drop uh you know probably I don't know about the Primo but 
I was actually talking to someone um, who's actually been on the show, but he was talking about how um, a lot of a lot of guys will pull everything like a week out from the show just to cut all that water out of the body. It's not like you're going to build a huge amount of muscle in a week you know, before the show. You're just trying to get fucking all the water out of your body so you can be as grainy and dry as possible. And I was like, huh, I've never even heard that before. And he's like, yeah, no one really talks about it, but that's what a lot of guys do. I was like, oh, shit. That, that is interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, huh. But I would do random, but I would do not, I would take 90 milligrams of trend for like three or four weeks before a show. If I was doing a contest, I'm not doing it now. Cause would I know you? Sam's going to be like, maybe we should, why don't we just run it and see what happens? You will, we'll do a show together. And you know, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. Would you, would you try 90 milligrams of trend ACE a week for four weeks? Just for right now, just now. If, if, if like I happen to ha like get some, and I was like, "Oh, here you can have it." No, no, I I told I just said you were just gonna do that. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm perfectly oh, happy. You would, you would or you would? No, I would not. I would not. Nine, nine, you think ninety is gonna be too much? I don't think it'd be too much. I just don't see the need for it. You know, I would take something like I would take something like oxandrolone, or if I was going to do something, I would do like Rad 140. You know, because I don't know, I just don't feel the need to do Tren, and I don't know why you're always pushing Tren, fucking jerking off in Tren. But do you, do you think that um, do you think like a Lamborghini is necessary? No. So no. so, but it's probably fun though, right? Yeah, but a Lamborghini doesn't break the blood brain barrier either. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would do anything crazy to me. I just don't. I don't really feel the need to do it. I mean, if I if I was a lot more lean and I really cared about it, if I so let's say if, if I was a lot more leaner and let's say I was twenty, let's say I was thirty two and I was going to the beach or something or you know for the summer going to a lot of like pool parties and shit, I would probably do it. I would probably do it just to fucking you know get that dry hard look. But I'm forty one years old and I fucking you know I'm married. Like I I don't I don't really care about being cut. <laughs> yeah i want to look my goal is to look like rich piana in the off season that's what i'm looking to look like not super cut just big would you would you um would you ever do like synthol or or oh, or yeah. any se any type of seo because there's other ones so it's like i actually have seo in the cupboard that i just haven't used because the needle you have to use for it is like a fucking 18 or 16 gauge so if you don't know what needles are like I use like a 27 gauge to inject my testosterone because I don't like fucking big needles. So I use a 20, you, what do you use? A 25 gauge? 27. Oh, and you, even for a half ML? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The, so, I have, I have 27 gauge half inch one ML uh, syringes. Okay. okay. When I'm doing DECA and test, it's one mil. I'm doing that boom with that same syringe right in the shoulder. Oh, okay, so it's very slow. If you if people were not familiar with that, right? But it, it's a small needle, right? But all my peptides, I'll use like a twenty-nine inch or, or I'm sorry, twenty-nine gauge needle. Sometimes like a thirty, which is like a, it's like a. Yeah. It, if you if you try to push it through the rubber at like and you're not careful with it, you can bend it just by pushing it through the rubber yeah. and you bend the needle. And with the hydrolonic acid, which is like a lot of women use it on their skin and stuff because it's like. From my understanding from back when I bought it was you, it like draws in all this fluid to the area, right? So women will use it for the face because if it draws in the fluid, then your face looks like yeah. 
luscious, right? You just look like a vibrant human being, right? Because you put it on your face. Well, you do that injection into your muscles and then it draws in, I think it was like 200X, like the amount of liquid. So if you put it in, say, like an ML, then it draws in like 200 ML worth of like uh, fluid into the area. So you get these like giant looking uh, things. I just never wanted to use like a 16 or 18 gauge needle because it's literally molasses. Like you turn it and it doesn't move. It's like oh the hyaluronic yeah. acid, yeah. Oh fuck that, dude. I I didn't think of it. Like, I didn't. I I they do sixteen gauge needles when I donate blood. And I still have a little bit of a fucking where's that little dot right there from from when they did it. That was two weekends ago. So I can only imagine doing what sixteen, bro. That's insane. Fuck that. Would you ever do an SEO? What? Would you ever do an SEO like a sight enhancement? No, no. Seems like pushing like this unhealthy bodybuilding lifestyle. He wants me to get on trend and fucking 16 inch needles into my biceps. Get the fuck out of here. That's horrible. <laughs> Stop being a bad influence, Sam. Hey, if you guys think we're a bad influence, let us know in the reviews. That is one way you can help out the show. There's two other ways you can help out the show besides leaving a review. Wherever you're listening to this, leave us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment, right? Then at some point, YouTube will delete the show and you'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other way is um, tell a friend. That's actually the primary way how we grow is by you telling a friend, right? Like if you're getting value, if you're still listening to us now, uh, all of what were we talking about? Like dick pills. We talked about fucking jerking off, taking <laughs> like all the different stuff that we talked about in this one show. If you're still listening, tell a friend, right? Yeah. They may find, like you all know somebody who's just as crazy as you about this kind of stuff. Share this with them. And the don't third peer pressure your friend to take Tren either. Or what about taking Tren with the stack? It might be a good one. Listen. And the third way is to check out the sponsors, uh, the ultimate gym towel.com, TMT25, and uh, triggeredbrand.store, TMT10, uh, for 25% off and for 10% off. Um, or jump over to Instagram and say, what's up? But we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.